lot of landlords that are completely overwhelmed. They grow their portfolio very quickly, which can be seen on paper as a good thing, but in reality, it can be quite a challenge to make some of those transitions and delegate some of those tasks. Hey, it's JP. Hi, it's Excel. And you're listening to Terry Shower on the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. I'm here today with Alexandra Alvarado. She is the Director of Marketing and Education, (laughs) AAOA, which is the American Apartment Owners Association. And she's going to tell us a little bit today about what that um, resource is. I've actually collaborated with the AAOA on a few different things. We're going to just get into what kind of a resource um, the organization is and uh, how it can be a useful tool for you listeners and real estate investors. So, but just by way of introduction, Alexandra, can you maybe um, give us like the real short version of your background, what you do at the company and why AAOA is so great? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Terry. Um, Yeah, I started with AAOA back in 2015. We had a smaller association at that time. We really wanted to grow some of the offerings that we had for our members. So at that time, we were mostly focused on tenant screening and we had a newsletter and a couple of other things. Now we have a much more robust offering for rental and uh, real estate investors. And so we've added on since then state-specific legal forms, webinars, uh, really robust news and updates for our members. We also have other property management tools. um, And for investors, we have now a brokerage. And we've partnered with over 100 agents over the last year or so in all 50 states in the country. And they're all AAOA vetted agents um, that are really specialists in multifamily and that's uh, relatively new. I mean, we focused for so long on the property management side of things, and now we're moving on to closing that whole circle and adding on a lot of services that go along with acquiring and even selling rental property as well. My role is just to tell you all about it and communicate that through our newsletter, our magazine, and all the different ways that we have touch points with our members. Okay. So I think just to position this quickly before we go any further, mm-hmm. um, obviously AAOA is American. What is it? What's the The American Apartment Owners Association. Right. So we're talking about the United States. Um, our audience is predominantly Canadian. Um, so just to position this um, for you listeners who are you know, up in Canada and wondering how this resource can be of use to you. Um, I mean, I think the first thing is that if you're looking at investing, cro- investing cross-border, it's a great way to, you know, wet your feet in the market, begin to make connections, um, have some educational resources uh, and, and like build your knowledge in terms of what's happening in the States. So I think that's one thing. Um, and I think the other thing is there's also just like a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily very state specific. So just to go into the backstory of how like I became familiar with your with you guys, actually, I think it was it's Alan. Yes, Alan. Yeah, Alan, who reached out to me because he wanted to feature my book, Mindful Landlord, in one of your magazines. And then they were featuring actually five other authors at the same time. And so like I just did, you know, the back checking and went and ordered their books and then ended up having them on the podcast. And, And a lot of those resources, the books that are featured on there, those kind of things are not 
100% U.S. specific. So it is a resource that like has some general investing advice um, for people that could they could apply that sort of cross border. So just I just wanted to like add that in there. Yes, that's such a good point. And it is so true. So many of the educational content that we have would definitely apply to anyone in any kind of real estate investing. I myself actually have invested in other countries. And it's pretty much, I mean, with some exceptions, it can be pretty similar in terms of managing things a certain way, making sure that when you're picking a property to invest in, you're looking at returns in the correct way and looking at the location and analyzing it. I mean, the same way that you would if you were buying in your own country. So yeah, it's very similar. And we have those resources on our site. I mean, the legal updates, obviously, you know, if you have property in, um, you know, the U.S., those are really crucial to know so that you're, you know, getting news for those kinds of things. But most of the other things that we have are are property management tips and investment tips that would definitely apply. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to just map out for us a little bit exactly what your offerings are and like how can somebody involve themselves? How can someone, um, you know, take advantage of the stuff that you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I would start with, if you are looking to invest in the U.S., uh, we do have our member properties that are up on our site. So that is a great resource if you are looking to expand your portfolio into the U.S. Um, We do have members that post off-market properties on there. So these are oftentimes opportunities that you might not see anywhere else. And it is a wide variety of rental property types. I know apartments is in the name of our organization, but many of our property owners are, you know, they have a pretty diverse portfolio. So some of the properties that we may list on our site could even be commercial, single family. So really, you know, all kinds of property. And I know some of you, maybe most of you might be listening to this, but I did want to share my screen just to show if you are able to see it. Uh, what that looks like on our site. And I think this is just such a great tool for just staying, uh, you know, up to date on what's out there in the market. So, you know, we have here under real estate tab of our website, uh, find an agent. So first of all, finding an agent that is AAOA vetted and approved. uh, That's a good step to start with. But also we have available properties uh, below, which is the page that I'm on now. And you'll see that it basically will just have a big list of properties all over the country that show you a few key facts about them. Of course, you can get more detail if you need to. But I mean, there are some really standout properties on this page. Um, I'm looking at everywhere from Salt Lake City, Utah, 174 units, a Class B apartment building to, you know, South Dakota, a 12 unit, which is $695,000, pretty reasonable, and has a potential to build out another uh, unit. So these are the kinds of opportunities that have a value add component to them. So we do screen these opportunities that come on here. We don't just post them just because our members give them to us. We want to make sure that we're providing our members and you, the public, I mean, anyone can really come to our site and look at these. It's not something that we put behind a paywall or where you have to pay an annual membership to see them. Uh, It is a benefit for our members who are offering to list it. So we want to get it in front of as many people as possible. So, I mean, when you're looking at just any price range or any location really in the U.S., this is a great place to start. We have dozens of properties on here. And then the 
really the end goal here would be to contact us and then we could put you in touch with that owner operator and we can start moving forward with that hopefully with you know an AAOA real estate agent as well. So that's a really great way if you are looking to get into the US market to get started. Um, additionally, you know once you do have a property secured, uh, you'll see under our real estate tab that we have landlord insurance, we have financing as well, uh, and even 1031 exchange which should apply for US residents. But it's certainly, we're trying to add more and more services to this to really make it as robust as possible. But even as it is now, I think it's pretty valuable. And again, this would be on aaoa.com. Uh, so that's one major thing. Once you do, if you do have a uh, US property, we do offer tenant screening for that. Uh, also, I think one of the other really big components for you all would be our education tab where we have news and also live webinars. If you are to create a account with us, it is free to join our association. And just by joining, you would automatically get the option to subscribe to our newsletter. So when we do post anything new in either you know a featured property or if we have any news that we need to give out, uh, any tips about investing or property management, it usually comes through our newsletter. That's the best way to just get it all in one place. So I would suggest like just creating a free account. There's no there's no downside to it. Um, and then I would say the other really great thing is the magazine. So again, when you create the account, you'll have the option to opt in. And the magazine is quarterly. We have amazing authors like Terry that we feature, but also we get input and really from all kinds of uh, you know experts in the real estate industry, whether they're you know the CEOs of large property management companies. Or just a member who started maybe investing as a hobby and now, you know, they're writing articles for us about how they grew their portfolio. Really, really interesting stuff there. And I think a lot to learn. Uh, so I would highly suggest joining for free because all it can do is really just give you some more information and tips that you could possibly use. So yeah, that's pretty much in a nutshell, the navigation on the site on AAOA.com. Um, and that's, I think, you know, just People get surprised, I think, that, it, that we have so much stuff for free. So, I mean, it, it is free. So that's it's there for the taking if you're looking to learn. Okay. So tell me a little bit about um, your education platform, because I think that's something you guys are in the process of launching and building mm -hmm. out. Tell me a little bit about what kind of stuff is on there. Oh, yes. I am so excited for this. So we've been wanting to do this for a long time, which is basically have courses that you can take in real estate investing and property management that would help you to get an AOA certificate, but I think more valuable just the knowledge that you would get from these courses. So we're working with many different experts and content creators. We have about six different courses that we'll be launching early next year that will be everything from creative financing to analyzing a deal to how to communicate with your tenants. We have um, even some about how to protect your rental business from liability and risk from a legal perspective, uh, especially if you have property in the U.S., how to mitigate some of those risks that you might have with lawsuits and so forth. Um, so that, I think, will also be a great way to get educated. And it will it will not be free for everyone. I think we'll have a couple of select courses for free. Um, our members who pay an annual membership will likely get a big discount on those. We have yet to 
come to a price that we're setting for it, but we are working on uh, getting it all set up right now. And I have to say the content is so good. We have some really, really great stuff coming down that I think is just going to be so valuable for our members and for anyone really who's taking the course. Enjoying the episode so far? Have you really been listening to the episode or has your monkey mind been taking you off in one direction or another? Our mental habits can be our biggest assets or our biggest liabilities as we pursue certain goals. For me, the biggest performance gains have always come from training my mind. In my book, Mindful Landlord, I talk about how you can train your mind and how you can apply some of these strategies to your journey in the real estate field. The book is available on Amazon and also on its website, mindfullandlord.com. Now I'll stop evangelizing for the power of mental training and let you get back to the show. Mm-hmm. And so I should also just just mention, um, you know, as far as even some of the people that I've had on this show before, um, I've just made some great connections through your organization in terms of, you know, contributing other contributing authors or, um, you know, people that I've managed to network with through, you know, either following Alan on LinkedIn. There's always like so many great comments, great people to connect with um, on there. So you can also use it just kind of as a, like a networking tool to build out oh, yeah. your network as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, even if you were to come to like one of our live webinars, a lot of our webinars are free. If you go under like our education tab on our website, you'll see some of the ones coming up. You can chat with other members there and network with them as well or go to our LinkedIn page. You'll see a bunch of, um, you know, potential people you can connect with and ask questions to in our LinkedIn group as well, which is pretty big. Um, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity to connect with like-minded folks who, um, you know, even if they're not in Canada, they could probably give you a lot of insight. So definitely, that's a good point. And Alan said such a great job of connecting with people as well. So I always recommend connecting with Alan on LinkedIn. Maybe there's a way we can uh, send people his way because he he does a great job of his LinkedIn profile better than I do, actually. Well, I'll make sure to drop all of this in the show notes for uh, you guys who are interested, the website information, as well as, um, you know, the social media handles for you and and for Alan. Um, I also just want to take the time to point out, you know, for us Canadians who sometimes, you know, the value add of looking south of the border for certain things is not like immediately clear. But, you know, as someone who has become maybe more interested in what's going on in the States, not as an investor, I don't have any U.S. property, but in terms of just, uh, you know, familiarizing yourself with the industry, seeing what is being done kind of in a more cutting edge way, because it's true that like basically we're the Canada's the size of California. And so we're like one tenth of the U.S. market. And so in terms of all the innovations, creative financing, mindset, marketing, um, all of these things that you are transferable skills, right? Like where you, you get more into maybe more hot water is like specific legal issues, specific tax issues, um, you know, a niche markets that might be less relevant, but kind of from a macro point of view of how to build out your business, best practices, underwriting, like all of those things are really quite similar between our two markets. And, and so, you know, I would encourage people to kind of delve in there and learn what there is to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Like, for example, like one of the solutions that we offer that I think at least we're seeing in the U.S. markets grow in a lot of popularity right now are smart locks, smart access control. So having a piece of software that connects to your locks, regardless of what kind of lock it is, as long as it's a smart lock, there's software that can connect all of the locks in all of your locations. So you literally never have to 
actually be physically present to open a door for a maintenance professional or even for an open house showing. You could do self-show tours. You can have your residents once they move in, ditch the keys, no more replacing you know, keys that are lost. And they can also set their own permissions as to who they're going to let in and which codes they're going to give out to guests and have those codes expire. And you get to see all of this from one single location. Those are the kind of things where I'm not sure if, if that's as big in Canada as it is in the U.S. right now. But um, those are the solutions where like those vendors, they're definitely going to work globally. But they um, can provide a lot of benefit. I mean, we've seen it with our own members. There's lots of examples like that. Um, and I think just getting in the know, right? So you, you, if you're not in the loop, there's no way to know what, what's new, what's coming out, what, what you could possibly use to your advantage. The more you know, the better chance you have of having those opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I like love that you point that out because I think there's like so many of these kind of innovations that, again, because we are a smaller market up here and, you know, Canadians mm -hmm. have a, less of a reputation as early adopters. In, if you're looking to stay up to date and see what the kind of the new trends are, be it with, you know, smart home situations, alarm systems, different kind of management strategies or tools, I think it's a, it's a great resource. Um, I'm watching the time go and I want to just be sensitive because there's maybe two questions, more general questions that I ask every guest who comes on the show. I want to leave some time for that at the end. So let me just tell you, is there anything that we did not cover in this very brief uh, introduction to AAOA? Anything else you want to mention on that topic before I ask you some general opinion questions? Yeah, so that is a good question. I think mostly um, it's sort of what I just ended with is just to curiosity is a, a benefit to, to people. <laughs> I think it, being curious is very much so something that we all need to be in this industry. And I, I hope that you'll go check out what we have to offer and learn a little bit more and eventually start to see how some of these principles will apply to you, regardless of whatever market you're investing in. Mm -hmm. And definitely we'll drop, uh, you know, your social media handles in the um, in the show notes because I think you guys are just good people to be connected to. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, so let, let me switch to something um, kind of more general. So I ask this question to everybody who comes on the show. And I think, uh, you know, you as somebody who works in marketing in a, a big organization like this, um, you're going to have your own opinion on it. So what should we be talking about in our industry that we're not talking about? What do you feel like is an issue that needs to get more airtime that maybe doesn't get it at the current moment? Mm, that is a good point. Uh, that's a good question. I think a lot of it has to do for me, and I think I could think of some issues in the U.S. that are very U.S. specific, but uh, like legal issues <laughs> that I've seen trending throughout the country. I'm not sure if they would apply to Canada. So I'll go with something a little bit more general. But I do think what I see a lot is a lot of landlords that are completely overwhelmed. They grow their portfolio very quickly, which can be seen on paper as a good thing. But in reality, it can be quite a challenge to make some of those transitions and delegate some of those tasks. I see way too many landlords trying to do everything themselves. And I think there comes a point where you should probably be looking at how you can really just relieve yourself of some of those tasks, either by using technology or by using a property manager or property management company that you can really trust. And doing that doesn't mean that you will become a passive landlord 100% because there is no such thing. 
Um, but it does mean that you will have still to give up some control, but in exchange, you'll get back some time and that will help you to grow your portfolio in a more sustainable way. Many of our members come to us when they are starting their investor's journey and we see them grow and get through some of these points where they really don't know until they get there that they need the help and then by then it's a little too late. So if you are looking to grow regardless of what market it is, I would say look out for your own time because if you are spending too much time on your properties, you're not delegating, you're not looking for solutions to minimize that, your investment is really just not profitable in my eyes, right? So time is money. And if again, if it looks good on paper, but you don't have any time, it's not going to be a good investment. Ultimately, you don't need to have a huge portfolio, but you should have what you have should be uh, very efficient and very much so not such a burden that you're overwhelmed all the time. That's not the place I think a successful landlord should be, regardless of what it looks like on paper. Mm-hmm. So working on your business, not in your business. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree with that 100%. I see it all the time. Um, well, thanks for that. Um, I have one more question. And again, because, um, you know, I guess you're wearing less the investor's hat today and more kind of the uh, somebody who has maybe a, a more um, cross-sectional view of some of the things that you see happening with landlords and, and investors in the industry. One of the things that I like to bring up on this podcast is the difference perhaps between you know, how things look on social media and and how things often play, because very often, you know, investors try to project this like kind of image of strength, this image of like bling bling. Um, and what do you see kind of behind the scenes? What kind of sacrifices are people making? Lifestyle hits are they taking? Um, what do you what do you see sort of happening once you pull back the curtain? in terms of how people are are operating things and 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 the you know kind of the distinction between how things look from a social media perspective and how they look in reality. Oh yeah, I mean it is obviously a lot more challenging than some of these social media influencers make it appear, especially the ones that uh, do those quick TikTok videos. Nothing against some of them. I think some of them might have some good info, but there certainly are a lot of challenges behind it. And sometimes I think, uh, especially newer investors, they don't understand what those challenges are until they meet them, right? So um, they will often, you know, I think one of the biggest things is seeing uh, legal issues that they run into. So not setting up their corporate structure correctly, uh, not having, you know, any sort of legal counsel in what they're doing at least here in the U.S., I don't know about Canada, it's very lawsuit heavy. So a lot of mistakes that are being made that for a long time, maybe they got away with without even knowing that they were making those mistakes. I mean, sometimes it's not really intentional, right? And then they'll find eventually, unfortunately, through a lawsuit um, that there is actually a lot of issues with how they are running their business. And there are some holes and gaps that they didn't consider in risk mitigation when starting their journey of investing. And those issues that when that happens, that's what you don't see. That's in the background, the scramble to deal with a lawsuit or to deal with just, um, I think, just poor planning in general or having an investment property with a ton of unexpected damage that needs to be maintained where you thought you had all your calculations perfect. And then, of course, something unexpected happens. And a lot of these, I can say, are preventable. um, But to 
be able to know those things ahead of time, it really does take a lot more than just on a whim, oh, on the surface, this looks good. It takes a lot of research, a lot of experience, working with a lot of people who are good at what you're not good at. So recognizing your weaknesses, those that's all happening in the background. And a lot of times, even though you might, again, look successful on paper, maybe you don't have time, maybe you're very stressed out. So there's a lot of factors that we don't see on social media. But I think ultimately, you know, investing is worth it. It's just about how you approach it. Yeah, absolutely. All about the structure. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexandra, I, we're out of time. I want to thank you very much for, uh, you know, taking the time to chat with our audience, uh, share some of your knowledge, explain a little bit about AAOA. And uh, what's the best way for people to connect with you guys if they want to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So going to our website, aaoa.com, click the join button, which is bright red, and you won't you won't miss it. And you could join for free. And I would say start there. Start getting some information um, from our you know newsletter, or magazine, really all of our announcements about new tech, new things in the industry. I think that's a great place to start. I know that it seems like we're a really large organization and that we wouldn't have time to respond, but we do respond. So please, if you want to reach out to us, just don't hesitate. Um, We are very much so involved and love to hear from, you know, either our members or just anyone really who has questions about real estate investing and or any anything related to the rental industry. So please reach out. Don't hesitate. All right. Thanks, Alexandra. All right. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.